We're back. James Chapman. Addison Corbin. How's your week been? Man, I've been crushing my week. Been totally focused. You know, I say crushing. Some people think crushing a week is just about just your motivation for that week or you're making all the sales or whatever it may be. Yeah, I definitely go on the sales end. Yeah, which I get. But if even if it's not there, like don't just look at the mountaintops. Like what the fuck are you doing when it's in the valley? You know, you step in just as hard when the, when it's, it's kind of shitty. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's what I've been doing. I set some hard goals. I've been focused as fuck and I'm getting all the bullshit out of the way. I you can't, if you don't do that stuff, then like when you, when, when it's good times, like you're just, professionals show up even when they're feeling it or not. And if you think you're only going to crush it on the days that you just come in all super focused and hyped, like you're, you're underselling yourself because on the days that it's not good and you just kind of just fucking there and staring at social media or whatever, or just at the office, so to speak, or just clocked in. Then when you get motivated, it's not going to, um, Shit, I lost my train of thought. But when you get motivated, then like all you're doing is getting equal. If you actually keep coming in, making it happen, then when you're on fire, man, you're just going to blow it away. Right. And, you know, it, it, we, we touch base on this probably almost every episode in, in the fact of like it's consistency. It's, it's showing up when, when no one else shows up. Yeah. Um, you know, not taking the Friday off just because it's a, it's a half-ass holiday or, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things that I've been, I've been focusing on as well. Um, and a lot of it has been really, uh, really driven into making sure that I have my scripts back down. Right. Cause I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of, and, and when I say scripts, I mean, just understanding that, that people will say one thing and there's, there's a reason why, you know, if you're in sales, there's a reason why you, um, there's a reason why you have the things that you say or the things that you go into to, validate that 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 conversation that you're having um and a lot of it is like why when you know what those sorts of questions and understanding mm-hmm. um i think i think a good salesperson is trying to figure out why the person is doing what they're doing right so there's a lot of psychology behind this but it goes a little bit further into if hey if james chapman says he's moving to uh let's just say he's moving to alpharetta um okay well, James Chapman, you're moving to Alpharetta. Why are you moving to Alpharetta, right? What brings you right. to the area? Okay, yeah. so now, now I know that you're, you, you're, you have a job relocation, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so why? You know, job relocation, but like, why are they moving you there? Are you getting a promotion? Yeah. Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Are you wanting to move because you want to be closer to your family? You know, yeah. there's a lot of things that, that start validating that, that, that lead. Um, and I think I've, I, I find myself 
really good at, um, you know, just, just being able to talk to somebody yeah. uh, when I want to. Um, but I also forget the, the process of, of elimination of when I'm on the phone, right? right? I'm not there just to have a conversation. Yes, I am, but I'm not. I'm also there to validate this lead and figure out where they need to be as far as inside our realm. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's what I've been kind of going back into. And I think that's something that easily to step away from, especially when, when you have like a sales team, right. Or you have, you know, in your case, you have people that are, you know, hammering the phones on, on your end. Um, and it's, it's easy for us to forget those sales calls or how to make that sales call or why we say why, what, when, where, what, you know, all, all those questions, we forget why we ask those in a specific order. And so I think it's important to touch on. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, right now there's, there's two types of people. There's people with all the things going on in the world that are waiting for things to get better. You know, they keep talking about 2021, right? It's not even, it just hit halfway through 2020, which has been a fucked year. Don't get it. Don't, I'm not trying to get it twisted and I'm not trying to downplay it. But there's, there's people that are just waiting for things to get better and then they're going to get back at it. Or there's people who are going sales, no sales, business, no business. I'm refining. I'm getting sharper at what I do. I'm analyzing how I can be better. Like there's going to be times where you look back and in situations like this that may have hurt your business would, um, like this is, this is opportune times that you're going to look back and remember how you got a lot better at what you do. So, um, stay focused on that. You can be one of the two. If you want to wait around, you're going to you're going to have guys and gals that are mindsets like Addison and I, that they're going to be way ahead of you, way ahead of you because they kept getting after it and getting better. I mean, dude, if, if sometimes I don't know what to do, I got the simple little thing I do. Like if I get stuck and I'm just like, I'm totally mind fucked. Like it's rare, like totally mind fucked. I clean, I'll literally clean my desk up, restrain it. I'll delete all kinds of emails. Like, I'll just, it's like, okay, there's clutter in my mind. I can't focus. So I, I physically declutter everything around me. It always gives me clarity. Always. I like that. Like simple things like that, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to actually focus this on a sales podcast um, and, and talk about those things that we do from when, you know, let's say that, you know, in your case, like when, when you get completely, clustered up here you want to de you know declutter everything up here um Mm. and that's that's a good physical because you know you and i are a lot alike in that in that sense of you know we've we've got to physically do something and then you know run it from there um and i think that that's very important but it's also important to you know depending on where you're at in in your business um you know, we have a lot of people that are listening that are, you know, you know, trying to still figure out what the hell they want to do from a year ago. Right. Um, and if, if that's the case, then, you know, you start working on it and you know how to run your business um, in your head. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we have some people that are, are listening that don't even run their own business, but they, they work for a company and their, their leadership inside that company. Um, 
And I think it's important to, you know, do what you're asking of your people, right? It's, it's good yeah. for, it's good for them to see that you can still do what you would, what, what, what you're asking of them, I think. Um, and that, that's why I, I still make, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of phone calls, right? Uh, my, a mm-hmm. lot of my day is a lot of phone calls. Um, but it's important to remember, like when you started, like you had, you had these things that you did, right? Like there was like specific things that you did in the morning. There's specific things that you did when you were on a phone call. There were specific things mm-hmm. that you set up your computer for a specific thing. Um, and I think it's cool to be able to touch base on that and say, like, your people are maybe doing something a little bit different. Like I've got my, I've like, I wish I could show you, but on my wall here, like I've got my, you know, it says game time and then it runs into, you know, why. And it's a bunch of why questions, when, bunch of when questions, what, and then appointment. Um, mm. Just so I don't, just so I can stay on track when I'm on the phone. Um, so I think it's important to be able to touch base on like what you're doing or what you did when you first started, you know, asking yourselves people to do these things. Are you doing those things when they're, you know, you do you get, do you get where I'm going with this? Yeah, absolutely. So I can stop rambling. Um, yeah. But that's like, are, do you do anything like that to where like, you know, when you used to have to go hammer the phones? So, um, I've always just been, I've always just focused on listening. Like you're talking about like, why are you moving out for it? Like, that's always been a big thing. Like, listen, um, I remember when I was younger in sales, man, I just, I wasn't nearly as consultative. I was always trying to sell the product and trying, instead of trying to make, it was a good product and I believed 100% in it. But instead of just listening to what the person needed, I would always just shove product like, Hey, this is why you should get this. This is great. This is fantastic. But I, you know, I would, I would struggle listening to them and see what their actual needs were and tell them how it would meet their needs, you know? So it took me a while to get to that, but I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's just second nature in what I do now. I mean, I'm, I'm asking, trying to understand, you know, even if somebody, a lot of times when I'm talking to a client now, it's few and far between there's a problem there's a problem somewhere. If, if I'm doing direct, I mean, I got great people around me. I got a great team that take care of our clients. I'm always looking at how I make the agency work better for my clients. Um, so now if I'm talking to somebody, it's, there's an issue. Some, something fucked up somewhere. It might be with a carrier. It might be with us. So when I get on the phone with them, first thing I'm trying to do, I, I validate them. Hey, what you're telling me, if it's like that, I'd be frustrated too. Now let's figure out how to solve it together. I agree with your frustration. I agree with the problem. I agree with this. And then I, then I'm looking to learn, you know, if we fucked up and it's obvious, number one, I'm going to own it because there's no such thing as a perfect company. Good companies own their mistakes. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and I don't think people even realize that they, that's called a return policy. Think about it. You got a favorite company out there. You get something from them. We're always thinking of it like a product, you know, Perfect example. I bought, I had, a, I got a $170 pair of no bull shoes two months into wearing them. One of the eyelets ripped out and like, I wasn't even putting heavy use on them. Okay. So I got with them and they exchanged it for me. I sent them back. They gave me a credit. So go buy whatever you want. Right. I'll buy from them here on out. Cause it was two months after wearing the shoes, but it was, it wasn't a $40 pair of sneakers. 
right. as a $170 pair of sneakers. So, you know, my point being is we look at that as very standard, like, hey, there's a return policy. Well, I'm in a service industry. I don't have a return policy. If something's fucked, I need to listen and see how we can own it, right? So we make mistakes here too. So looking at how I can own it, be better, validate the client, fix what the fuck's broke. So that's normally where I'm talking to someone these days. Um, or there's just a really shitty situation going on and they don't know what to do. You know, they're in a bad spot, bad claim situation, whatever. So, you know, learning and being consultative and listening and seeing how, you know, you, you forget that whatever your, your, whatever your craft is, you're doing it daily. Your client's not doing that daily. Right. right? Like with me, I deal with claims. I see claims all the time, bad shit, small shit, ridiculous shit. But like, I see claims constantly. People die, all that stuff. You kind of just get used to it. It's life, right? People are going to have bad accidents. We're going to see it. That may be the only claim they've ever filed. There might be some traumatic shit that just happened to somebody they love very dearly. You know, so you got to be careful not to get cold to that shit, right? Like you. I mean, you might, dude, how many first time home buyers do you deal with? A lot. Yeah. Scares the shit out of them sometimes, right? All that paperwork, all the different things, inspections, you know, shit. Some people probably keeps them up at night, you know? And then you got people like, I, I, I'm by no means a master in it, but I've bought enough shit now. Like, I'm like, eh, it all come together. Yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. and that, you know, <laughs> you know, funny that you touch base on that. Um, and I, it's very simple, exactly what you just said. It's very easy to get complacent in the sense of like you do this every day and you mm -hmm. don't see it from the client's POV. Mm -hmm. um, and POV, what is it? What is that? A Pornhub reference? No, it was. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> um, so, but like, you, you we, know what, we know what's in Addison's search bar right now. <laughs> POV. Um, but, you know, to take it, Look, I was trying to be professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it completely derailed I just me. took your whole train of thought. Didn't you I? just derailed me. Addison search results for Google. POV, naughty real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. okay, to, to put the, the train back on the track. Um, yeah. it, uh, <laughs> Damn it, James Chapman. Client's point of view for understanding estate. what the client's point mm -hmm. of view is, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So when I purchased uh, my house uh, a few months ago, there was a lot of things. It allowed me to see it from the client's point of view, right? And not only see real estate from the client's point of view, but my company as the client's point of view, right? and mm -hmm. myself as a client's point of view. And I say that not because it was just me in the transaction, but uh, Carly was also there, right? Not that she was purchasing the property, but she was, she, was, she, was our, she was our client, right? Right. And it allowed me to see that my communication about the process was not as clear because I was dealing with it on my end. I knew what was going on, but I was not passing all the information on to Carly. It was very much like, hey, you know, inspections this Friday, you know, bam. Mm. 
but I didn't go into what the inspection was. I didn't go into what the inspection actually did. I assumed she already knew, right? Yeah. She did it. Um, we go into, Hey, the appraisal is going to come back. And usually I go into a little bit further detail, you know, with a client, but in that sense, I didn't because I assumed that she already knew. Yeah. Um, and, and so that, you know, a lot of the assuming or not even just, it was assuming it was, that's exactly what it was. Um, but there's a lot of things that, that I realize that I do to clients that I'm like, oh, you know, they understand what's going on because I walk them through it in the first step. Like when I show you a house in the beginning, I walk you through what this step is actually going to look like, what the process is going to look like in the next 30 days, right? Mm -hmm. If we make an yeah. offer today, this is what it looks like. But I forget to touch base back on that because it's very easy to forget that initial conversation. And so a lot of it is, you know, op opening up that communication and that's something we strive on. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's good to understand, like, if, if, you, if you have a company that, that sells water bottles, right, mm. it'd probably be a good idea to purchase a water bottle from your company and see how, yeah. that, see how that actually works out for you, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, touching base on this, Chris Gronkowski, the guy that we had on last week or the week before, um, I ordered a bottle from him with the Corbin team, you know, thing on there. Mm -hmm. And he sent it out and I got it. And it was just, it was just the letters. Like it was just lettering the Corbin team, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, I was really wanting the logo on there. And we had some communication back and forth. Um, dude, he sent me a brand new bottle with a better top and with the Corbin team logo on it. It just, just shipped to, it out. Yeah. And, and I, he I, may I, have never known that if he wouldn't have said something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this is something that he said to me specifically. He said, I've put in a new step in our process that will never allow this to happen again. Nice. That's, and, and I was like, damn, he didn't have to tell me that, but he did. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was super cool. It was super cool that he sent me the bottle. He sent me the new top. He sent me everything and then allowed me to keep the other bottle as well. So, okay. wow. yeah, I mean, it just overall, just a super, super good experience. And it's important that, you know, without me being able to mention that to him, he would not have been able to fix that problem addition to that he would not be able to put in that new step right and that's it's all it's all perspective and understanding what the client is getting at the end of the day mm -hmm. and um you know seeing it from their point that was a yeah long, it, and and here's the thing somebody could look at that as man i gotta send another item that's gonna cost me money but mm -hmm. you're you're missing the point of how much like that's good information anybody who complains to you i mean you know the people who are just fucking just bullshitting you yeah, you know, but if somebody's got a valid issue, listen to them, like, cause the, that's them. Re and and basically saying, hey, like, either I like your business or I paid you for something, make it right by me. We had a, we had a an agreement. Uh, an agreement. I mean, I gave you money. I had this expectation, you know. And then you fix something, and it makes you tenfold that, you know. So perfect example. He looked at like, hey what's the chances of people who don't have a relationship for me order something, don't get what they want and never order for me again. 
how much money do I miss out long-term? What's that going to cost me over the next 10 years? Not, oh, Addison's got a problem. How much now I got to basically send something. Not only does it not make me money, it costs me money, right? Because he, he didn't, he didn't, now he didn't make money. He probably lost money, right? So, you know, on that one transaction, absolutely, man. I mean, absolutely. I will tell you one of the best things I've done is I now have a, a system. I use a company called Rocket Referral and it links with my CRM and it sends clients out requesting reviews, emails, all my clients, just asking them for it, give us feedback. And it's very, very simple. Very, very simple. It just gives them a scale of one to 10. I ask them to choose and then list the reason. Dude, you, you want to see what people think, <laughs> do that. It's awesome. The amount of tens we get, but it's surprising the number of zeros and fours I've gotten where it was simple. Some stuff wasn't even associated with us. Some stuff, it was just an issue that happened with a carrier we put them with that I have no control over the carrier, you know, um, or, Hey, I think my payment's too high, you know? So, I mean, some of them, you know, they're all over the place, but it helps you go, okay, my clients don't really see the difference between me as an agency and, and the carriers I represent. Also, it gives me a good indication of what people think of the carriers I represent because there's, there's, there's signs I see of my carriers that I, you know, I don't see the customer side all the time, right? Client perspective. So, yeah, man, it's really good. Here's the other thing. I call all the bad reviews. I call them all. And it's pretty amazing. Some of the stuff, man, I've yet to have anybody be rude when I called them on it. And they all gave me solid feedback. Appreciated my call. And I probably got a client for a lifetime because, you know, like, oh, wow, you actually called back on this. I didn't expect that. Right? I'm like, hey, I'm the owner. I want to know how we can serve you better. Right. Or I saw your issue. I looked into it. That, that shouldn't have been that way. Here's what we're doing to fix it. Man, that, that shit's invaluable. So, you know, you think right now you don't have time to do all that extra stuff. You need to be doing all that extra stuff. It matters. It matters all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, and that, that's really it. I mean, if, if you have a business, it's important to understand what the client perspective of your business is. Yeah, you may deal with the people up front and they may be very happy. Um, but it would also be good to see like, hey, I need perspective to understand, like, is there anything that we could have done better? Yeah. 100%. And yeah, they, you know, I deal with friends. I deal with family. I deal with people that I don't know that end up being friends. Um, but it's about those clients that you deal with that, yeah, they, you know, in your face, when you're closing the deal, they're like, man, that was awesome. You know, thank you so much. But then two weeks later, it would probably be a good idea to follow up with those people and say, Hey, look, where do we, you know, can we, can we improve? Yeah. Cause there's always improvement, always improvement. And there's always about, it's, it's always about moving forward. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's something you need to keep in mind. You know, it may hit them two weeks away from close date and you're like, you know, Oh man, I wish we would have gotten a home home inspection or you know, mm. whatever it may be a home warranty. Well, you know, now I know that I can add a home warranty to every single contract and try and push for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's, it's about always becoming better. And uh, there's, I was, I was at a lunch yesterday with um, ROP here and we had a conversation about um, business equilibrium, I believe. 
um, and it, it was basically about there's good business. Okay, so there's bad business, there's normal business, there's good business, and then there's excellent business, right? Mm-hmm. Bad business, they usually don't last, right? They end up getting the 1% reviews and, and, and getting mm-hmm. all that negative attention. Normal business are the people that you phone call, they don't pick up, a week later they'll hit you back, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to call a fence company and they just never, they never pick up? Try to call a what company? Like a fence company or a landscape. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've yeah. called, yeah. So those, that's normal business. And that's something that you and I don't normally see. Like that's, that is normal. That is normal for you to call a company and not get somebody. Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah. It's normal. Yeah, for sure. Um, then you have good business where you call them, they pick up, and then maybe they aren't doing, they don't have the customer aspect, right? They're, yeah. They, they just deal with the customer. They get the job done. They do good work. It's all work. transactional. Right. Yeah. And then you have an excellent business, which is where you and I come into play. And mm-hmm. that's, it's not to toot our own horn, but it's, it's to understand that we, we try to become better every day. Yeah. Um, and we make sure that we're looking at the client's perspective. Um, so the excellent business are the, usually the ones when you have a downturn or you have a COVID-19 situation or you have a whatever it may be, markets down, shit's happening. Um, Those type of businesses usually don't get affected as hard as other businesses, right? Yeah. And he was talking about the the market crash in, you know, 2007, 2006, uh, 2008. Um, He was talking about that. He was like, you know, we went from 2,000 agents at a party to – 500 agents at a party, right? Mm-hmm. He said those 500 agents, yeah, we weren't doing as good as we were when business was crazy, but we were still making a living. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's part of it. He was like, yeah, we, you know, we weren't hurting as bad. We were more of like pinching pennies and shit. But yeah. he said, you know, as far as business was, we were still selling. Yeah. And he's like, that's, that's where you're headed. Yeah. And he was like, you know, obviously, you know, understand things, understand what's going on. But if you understand the equilibrium of business mm-hmm. and understand that there's bad business, there's excellent business, and there's a lot of business in between, you'll be fine. Yeah. So but I, I makes say, sense, man. Yeah. I say it makes, that, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it goes back to value, right? Yeah. Price is not the only determination, it's one of the pieces, mm-hmm. but I can validate spending much more money on the same thing I could get for less if I like the person and I like what they're offering. Yeah. Right. And usually yeah. that's the case. I want things to be easier, especially like the more quote unquote successful I become. It's about my time. I want to know something's taken care of and it's done. Cause I don't have the fucking time to go back and deal with it. I don't want to take the time to go back and deal with it. I want it to be done. I want it to be done right. And I know if I have a problem that's going to be handled. Right. And I'm okay with paying a premium for that. Most people are. Yeah. Do you know how much money I could save on my cell phone bill? And it applies to big companies as well. This just, you know how much money I could save on my cell phone bill if I switched away from Verizon? Probably a lot. I have no fucking clue, but I assume it's a lot. You know why I don't know? Because I don't fucking price shop them. I've been with them for over 10 years. I love them. Now, everybody I'm sure has got a horror story with any company they've been with. But I call Verizon. They thank me for my business, time I've been with them. 
and they handle any issue I have always, but I rarely have an issue. But when I do, man, they are super courteous. They are kind and they fucking take care of it. See, okay. So let, let's, let's do this because you and I are different in the sense of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the sense of phone carriers, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people make fun of me because I have T-Mobile <laughs> because they are cheap, but yet they still get the work done. But what I will say this, trying to get on the phone with T-Mobile, you are going to catch somebody from um, that doesn't speak English very well. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to push to solve your problem unless you push them hard. Um, yeah. So I w- I'm, I'm curious, what do you spend a month on your phone bill? Um, so I got a couple of add-ons. Like I have some backups, uh, backup stuff. Like I got a backup to my, like a failover okay. switch that runs off a wi- uh, wireless card for my office. And I don't know. I think total, I'm paying somewhere around two fifty a month. Okay, so I'm at ninety. Okay, yeah. But like I said, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. But to each their own, you know. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. probably a cheaper option out there than T-Mobile. No, oh, yeah, guaranteed. Uh, I believe yeah. it's called uh, cricket. Yeah. Oh, cricket, huh? But you know, j- just just as an example. So. um with you, it might be your polo shirts, right? I might buy a cheap ass polo shirt and you really like that, that, that fucking rag and touching my body. Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right on there. You're, 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 you're correct. So my point is there's a market segment. You don't have to be everything to everybody. Right. Verizon is probably not, is not as concerned about, they're not concerned about being the low cost provider. They're not Right. They're focusing in different where areas, coverage, you know, they know there's a trade-off, right? So same thing with my agency. I'm not the cheapest. I might be for you, but I'm not overall. But you call here, everybody in my company's licensed. I don't do some bullshit. We don't have a rotating door around here. Like we take care of our people. They care about our clients. We constantly talk about how we can better take care of our clients. We fuck something up. We own it. We don't try to cheat you out of it. You know, I mean, we do stuff the right way. So guess what? I'm not the cheapest guy on the block. You want the cheapest guy on the block? Go down the street. It's not here. And I'm okay with the fact that there's customers I won't get because of that. But there's a shitload of customers that have been with me for years because of how we handle business and how we take care of them. So, man, I feel like we beat this horse to death. Yeah, buddy. Um, let's tie it up. Let's, uh, let's, um, let's get to the day. I'm done with Friday day recap. Yep. Guys, gals, thank you so much for listening to us. We appreciate you. Without you, that would be just Addison and I, which we could probably entertain ourselves, but y'all make it worth it. And we did for years. And we did for years. That's true. That's very true. So, hey, if you like the podcast, leave us a review. Give us that little star liking or not liking. Share it with a friend. Um, check us out on Instagram. What's the Instagram handle? Shit, I don't even know it. The podcast. The what? The grinder. Yeah, the podcast. The grinder. The grinder. Yeah. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Keep listening. If you would like to hear subjects covered, send us a send us a drop one in the old DM. Let us know what you think. All right. Let me let me touch on this really quick. Uh, we are we have a system set up now 
to where all of our social media will be getting posts. It, they will be getting up-to-date information as we are going through things, but they will also be getting, hey, podcast is dropping on Friday or podcast is dropping on this day. Um, there's a new system in place. We have realized that I have been lacking um, massively on that aspect of it, right? So I want to make sure that you guys are getting the best quality that you can get. I've got a little somebody working on that and they are working somebody on somebody yep, they are being diligent as far as that goes um so you guys will be up to date with information you will be getting all the quality content that you deserve um and that you deserve from us you know what's true addison myself included we don't deserve you but we appreciate you hey. appreciate it <laughs> all right guys go do something with your freaking day and with that, grind her out. Grind her out.